Have you ever asked yourself, am I saved? Am I really saved? Do you know if you are saved? Your name is written in the book of life, but are you confident that your name is still written in that book? If you are new to this channel, please like this video, share it, be sure to click the subscribe button, hit the little alert notification button up top so that you can receive updates and alerts for when new content is provided on this channel. I am so excited about this topic. We are going to be discussing the topic of salvation. What, what on earth do we need saving from? If you are a born again believer, then you know we need saving from sin. We need saving from eternal damnation from hell. There is a heaven and there is a hell. If we have confessed with our mouth and believed with all of our heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and we believe that he came here on earth from heaven as man and fully God and died for our sins to make reconciliation unto himself and then rose again three days later to conquer sin and death so that by faith if we believe in him he saves us here are some key things we need to know scripturally about salvation this word salvation in the greek is sod so s-o-z-o this word means to be saved to protect to deliver and to be made whole this word is used over a hundred times in the new testament depending on the context of the scripture being used for this word you get a better understanding of what it actually means let's take a look ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 says this for by grace you have been saved through faith and not that of yourselves but it is a gift from god is it talking about being delivered yes is it talking about being protected yes is it talking about being made whole yes now what does being made whole mean well you being made whole or complete is to be saved in your spirit your soul and your body i'll give you one more example of how this word save or salvation is used in a different context from the forgiveness of sins and we'll talk about the healing of the body and you'll find it in james chapter 5 verses 14 through 15 is any sick among you the prayer of faith shall save the sick again this isn't a matter of forgiving your sins this is a matter of healing to be made whole in terms of your body now uh, matthew chapter 9 verse 21 for she said within herself if i may touch his garment i shall be made whole sozo this isn't a salvation forgiveness issue this is a physical healing issue all right, so the word again, so so it's used over a hundred times. Understand the context of how it's used and you have a better understanding of what that word means because we have a tendency to read the word saved or salvation and automatically think that it's talking about the forgiveness of sins. We need to know that God is eternal. He is the beginning. He is the now and he is the future. There is no time with God whatsoever. He's an eternal being, spiritual being outside of time. He created time when he created earth and the galaxies. He is the alpha and the omega. So God is the God of your past, your present, and your future. Who was, who is, and who is 
to come. Okay, you with me? We need to understand that. That's vital to salvation. You have been saved. Follow me. You are being saved and you will be saved. Now, what do I mean by those three things? <laughs> this is where it gets really interesting. So you've been saved from the penalty of sin, your past. You are being saved from the power of sin, your present. And you will be saved from the presence of sin, your future. So in your past, your spirit was saved. The Bible even goes as far as to say that he has made our spirit perfect. That is why scriptures could say that you are holy and blameless and above reproach. It's the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now, in the present, how are we being saved in the now? Our soul. We're made up of spirit and we're made up of a soul. Our souls, our mind, our will and emotions, it's where you will find your conscience your personality, your characteristics. So this is the nature of you. And we are constantly being saved on a day-to-day -day as far as our soul is concerned, which is why Romans 12, chapter 2 could tell us things like being renewed by our minds. And that scripture basically means to think like you've never thought before. Why? Because when we became born again, we were used of one way of thinking, one way of seeing things and believing things. But now as a new creation, all things new, what you've been given a new spirit and you are given the opportunity to have a renewed mind okay and you think of that word renewed as a, a butterfly coming out of a, a cocoon the transformation going on there that's what happens this is the sanctification process big word hello yes this is a renewal this is a, a transformation happening in the present time okay as we live here on earth now for our future what's going to happen the bible tells us that jesus when he comes back and he is going to make his kingdom here on earth we get new bodies so we see how in the past our spirit has been saved we see that in the present our soul is being saved and in the future he will give us new bodies. Therefore, our bodies are going to be new. And in heaven, there are no more sicknesses. There are no more diseases, no more pains. Hallelujah. Isn't that amazing? I hope that this is bringing out life into you right now as I speak these words in Holy Spirit, that you are being saved right now, despite how you feel, despite the way you see yourself, despite the falls, you get back up and you run to Abba Father. You run to Him. Do not go hiding under a rock. You need confidence. You need to be unashamed of what the gospel has said about you. Do not be ashamed because Jesus took your shame on the cross. Don't be ashamed. Understand who you are in Christ. Have a boldness and a confidence in it because without confidence, you will not run boldly to the throne of grace. Adam hid. Adam hid his face because he was ashamed. The Bible tells us that you are saved. You have to understand what God did in your past in order to be able to move on into the present and future. If we don't understand what God did in our past, there's no way we're going to be able to understand how to walk this life here on earth 
under his will, under his power, under his authority, how to live this life conquerably. If you grab a hold of this truth and you understand what God did in your past, then you will be able to live currently in a peace. And then you will be able to live in faith for the future to go ahead and take that step. You feel me? You understand that? You will live in peace and you will live in faith. If you don't understand this, you're going to live with a pressure and fear. And these are some key words I need you to remind yourself on a daily basis, especially on those days that you just don't feel confident in it. But you are justified. It's just as if you never sinned. You are sanctified. Come on. You are accepted. You are accepted by a holy, perfect, righteous God. And you can only be accepted because of his perfect son, the perfect sacrifice, his perfect blood shed for you. And his blood speaks better things on your behalf. You are redeemed. Hallelujah. He bought you back for a price, a heavy price. God bankrupted heaven for you. He sent his one and only son for you. You're his. Your life is not your own anymore. You are forgiven. Yes, you're forgiven. He has canceled your debt. I can remember the time where my wife's student loans are wiped clean. Yes, by the grace of God, we stepped into a situation. We prayed, we believed, we took a step of faith. God <laughs> did the miraculous. Debt wiped clean. But that's just money. That's just temporal stuff. Sin is a big deal. It's either you're going to end up in heaven or you're going to end up in hell. He took your sin debt. Took it all upon himself. And what did he do when you accepted him as Lord and Savior? When you made him Lord and Savior of your life, he deposited his righteousness into your account. Which is the only reason why God sees you holy, blameless, and above reproach his spirit within you, and because he deposited righteousness into your account. Here's a few more words for you. You are blessed. You are washed. You are healed in the name of Jesus by his stripes. Another great past tense word that we need to remember is the phrase, it is finished, hallelujah. It is because of Christ's finished work on that cross that we now have the ability to go and run this race. Not from the starting line though. We get to start our race at Jesus's finish line. And he's providing all the resources to be able to endure the race. Yes, it could seem like a very long race, a, a very tough and persevering race. But by God's grace, he is giving you the resources. He's providing the water. He's providing the nutrients. He's providing the strength and the energy to go on. He provides. He's provider. I want to read Ephesians chapter 1, just a few verses from it because it brings about all these past tense words that we're talking about here. And it really illuminates you when you read it. So let's read verse 3, chapter 1, okay? Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. He's what? He has blessed us, past tense, just as he chose 
us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love well how on earth are you going to be holy how are you going to be without blame by Jesus's blood by Jesus's spirit living inside you by Jesus pouring out righteousness into your account as he removed sin all right and forgave you debt in him also we have obtained an inheritance okay you have obtained it being predestined according to the purposes of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will that he verse 12 first trusted in christ so he who first trusted so when you first trusted all right in christ should be to the praise of his glory in him you also trusted okay after you heard when you first heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation in whom also having believed all right you believed were sealed once you believed you were sealed you were sealed with what the holy spirit of promise okay who is verse 14 the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory you are the purchased possession jesus purchased you you have value i hear christians today say that they're worth nothing and they call this humility it's a false humility you have worth you are a prized possession of our father in heaven so much that he sent his only son he bankrupted heaven for you he if he had to do it for just one person out of the billions of people that have ever lived he would have done it i know it he did it for you you are you have value you have purpose you have destiny and i'm speaking that over your life right now in jesus name hear me out stop talking bad about yourself stop saying that you're too old for this stop saying that you're not smart enough or you don't have the credentials or you don't have the education you man we go based on our looks we go based on our finances or our living conditions god will use a rock or a donkey he will use you just trust in him love him with all of your heart all your might all your strength all your soul go after him with everything that you have you cannot limit the grace of god in your life god has an abundance of favor towards you and it's up to us to be able to step into it it's not that we pray to receive more of it because it's already there it's there for the taking but it's up to us to be able to walk in it and you're only going to be able to receive grace if you're walking in faith i talked about that in my last video on grace thank you jesus you are so good to us when we believe in you your blood washes us clean we love you and thank you for the gift of salvation we believe that we will be with you for eternity in heaven just as you have promised we rejoice that we are sealed with the holy spirit of promise in Jesus' name, amen.